You're supposed to be a doctor. Good morning. So in the one of the many mitzvahs that are discussed in the parsha is about midos and mishkolos, about weights. That it used to be the way they would um, used to be. It still is today. When you go when you go into a store and you buy fruits and vegetables, very often you buy them by weight. And everything that you buy meat is by pound. You buy everything's by weight. Um, now it used to be that it was a huge deal in the markets where they would have these um, the, they they would have actual weights that they would use to to see how much something weighs. And they would have these stones that were made to, to match a certain weight. And the Torah speaks very harshly, very strongly, about these weights, that a person should be very careful to be very honest in these weights. And to make sure that the weights are exact. And they're, they're not chipped off. They don't say it's a pound and it's chipped off a little, or a little heavier, depending on what's on, on the buyer, the seller. Um, and the Torah is very specific about it. Um, to the point where it's, you're actually not allowed to even own a weight that's chipped, a weight that's not, that's, that, that's not the proper weight. And but, but what I want to focus on is in the part, this week in the Torah when it mentions it, Moizne Tzedek, Avne Tzedek, the Pasuk ends off and says, Ani Hashem Olekechem, Asher That I am the God that took you out of Mitzrayim, that took you out of Egypt. Meaning, after discussing these weights, which a person has to be very careful with, the Torah says that, that uh, Hashem concludes and says that I am the God that took you out of Egypt. We find many, many other mitzvahs where it, speaks, it says, Ani Hashem that I am your God. It says, don't do this or do this, and I am your God. And very often, the way, we, the way it's explained, when it, why, it, why by specific mitzvahs it says that I am your God, um, because a lot of these mitzvahs um, are associated with you and yourself. Meaning no one else will know what's going on. You have to be honest with yourself. And um, in, in that specific mitzvah or avera, you're the only one that will know if you're keeping it or not. Well, not only you, God will know also. Meaning the other person may not know if you're adhering to it or not. If you're being honest, only Hashem will know. And because of that, the Torah ends off saying, I am Hashem your God. Meaning that it's something that are in the lathe, in the heart. And meaning it's something that's a personal matter of yours and no one else will know other than you and God. Um, so the Pasuk is coming to remind you that don't remember that there's, Hashem is, is taking account and Hashem is watching and Hashem knows what's going on. Even if you feel no one else knows. But here we find something unique. It doesn't just say, It adds that I took you out of Egypt. I took you out of Mitzrayim. And the Rambam, when the Rambam speaks about these halachas, the Rambam writes that if anyone that is um, careful in weights, in, the, in, this, uh, in, this, in his honesty of dealing with these weights, he is, he is considered to be moida biyatiyas mitzrayim. That he is someone that admits and agrees and believes in the fact that Hashem took us out of Egypt. Um, but someone that, uh, that is not careful, it's as if he denies the whole yitzhiyas um, mitzrayim, Hashem taking us out of Egypt. So the Rambam goes and connects it very strongly. I mean, it's clearly based on the Pasuk. But um, it, it connects them in a very strong way. Meaning, it's saying that if you are careful with weights, then it's as if you admit and you agree to Hashem taking us out of Egypt. If you're not careful in weights, if you're not honest, it's as if you deny the whole Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Why so harsh? Why do we pick this idea of weights out of everything else? 
and in such a harsh way, saying and connecting it specifically not just to God, but Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. Furthermore, why is Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim the source of this question, not the Torah? Why Very good. Yeah. Why is Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim? the Torah, yet what the Torah says, do not cheat or lie. You say if, you, if you're not careful with, with weights, and this is if you deny the whole Torah. Why specifically Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim? Yeah. So, many questions and many things to understand here. And um, where I want to take it is to understand what is, what is unique about weights. And there is something unique about weights which lead us to a much broader discussion in general about Judaism and when we got into Yetzirah Mitzrayim. That we know that uh, um, it's very, it's very um, difficult to understand sometimes it's, it's, talking about it from this perspective is unique. But uh, in the Divrei Chazal, this is how we talk about it. That it's hard to understand how a Jew could do an Avera. Some people like to say it the other way. It's hard to understand how someone could live a, a, a perfect Jewish life. Here we say it's hard to understand how a Jew could do an Avera. Why is it hard to understand how a Jew could do an Avera? How a Jew could do something wrong? Because the natural state of a Jew, having a soul, having a neshama, having a, 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 being connected to Hashem, by, by birth, um, having that sort of connection, it seems, how can a person ever pull himself away from that? And to the point, there's a phrase from the, the Alter Rebbe would say, that Ayid, Nishter Vil, or Nishter Ken, Veren Opkirisen von Hashem. That it's not within the natural ability of a Jew, to, to, and a Jew naturally doesn't want to separate himself from God, from his connection with God. The fact that it does happen, is only a result, we call it a ruach shtus. It's only a result of something clouding the person's uh, um, uh, uh, vision. Something, something uh, blurring your vision. Meaning if we would see things the way they are, and if we would really be sensitive and be, um, open our eyes to, to, the, to the depth and the truth of what's going on, we would, we, would, we would not be able to do anything that separates us from Hashem. The only reason why a person can is because they have a blurred vision. They have something which, which is blocking them from seeing the truth and, or being sensitive to the truth the way it is. And how does this start? The Chachamim tell us. It starts from something small. Uh, it, start, meaning, it starts from something very insignificant. It starts sometimes even from something as small as a Jewish custom where the, where our, the negative um, uh, force inside of ourselves um, uh, will send the, the voice inside of us, will come and tell us, that it's, you know, you're, you're careful in all the mitzvahs, but, in a, but in, in a specific custom, or in how specifically to do the mitzvah, okay, so you're not doing it in the perfect way, but you're doing the mitzvah, you're doing it, you're putting on tefillin, okay, so you're not, you're not uh, um, starting with a minion and ending with a minion, you're not, you're, not, you're not coming to shul, you're doing it at home, or you're not, um, you're, you're not learning every day, you're learning once a week, but you're doing it. Meaning everyone on their own level. You can give a million, millions of examples. But um, everyone has to know where they're holding in their Jewish growth. But the point is that this is where it all begins. Where it all begins is where you take something so insignificant and, and it seems, seems as if it doesn't matter to your whole uh, Jewish life as a whole. And to the larger picture, it doesn't have such an impact on you. In the larger picture, I'm involved, I'm engaged, I'm doing what I'm, I'm involved in Judaism, I'm doing Jewish things, I'm involved in my Jewish life. So what if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm missing one specific detail? Um, and this is where the negative negativity begins. It begins in, in the very insignificant areas. And areas which we don't, we don't hold important. 
And this is, uh, uh, if we were to ask, what is the, what is the worst, or not the worst, what is the, um, the root to, um, to all, um, to a person falling or a person stumbling and a person not being careful in, his, in, in any area of life, but specifically in Jewish Ego life? Force. What? Ego and opposing force. Physical force. No, right? what's the, is what is the root? What is the root of it? Like, where does it start? Not what's the start, not, not for the start, what's the root of all of it? Where does the, what, what, what uh, um, pushes the person into going, into going step by step downwards? Omission. So of course the Yitzhar, but where does, it, where, where does it stick out? Where does it come Omission. in? Omission. Okay, but we're, relating to our discussion, where, where I think it's... When you stay at the same level, satisfaction, like with what Okay, meaning when it comes to something that's clear, a clear no, there's a clear red line, there, it's very difficult for a person to say that I'm going to cross that red line. But when it comes to an area that's gray, an area that's blurred, an area that is not so clear, there, it's much easier for a person to justify that it's okay, that what I'm doing is okay. And the truth is, those areas is where we say that it's not as important or the person doesn't put as much focus on those areas. We put more focus on the, on the real red line. The truth is that the, the gray area, the, the area where, where, where there's room to move, is more important to focus on than the red line. Sometimes we put our focus on the red line more than the gray area. And it should be the other way around. What? Creating boundaries that, that, that remove the gray area so that you don't get it. It's more than a boundary. It's, it's a fo- point of focus. What is, what am I, where am I putting my focus? Am I putting my focus on the do's and don'ts? Or am I putting my focus on being the, the, the being extra careful? You, see, you call it chesedus, being extra, yeah, being, the, the, those areas which seem much easier to compromise on. That that is where a person needs to put his more of his focus because that is where the the negativity grabs on because that's where it's able to grab on. It can't tell you to do something that's horribly wrong. You would never do it, but to tell you to do something which is easy to compromise on, that is something you could justify. And then from there, it leads to going, oh, you weren't careful on that, you're not careful on something the next day. But this is, this is where weight's coming. Because if a person, we're talking about an honest person doing business, and over there a person will say, I would never, I would never go and cheat someone. I would never go and steal from someone. It's horrible. I would never go and take something that doesn't belong to me. When it comes to weight, over there, I have to actually make sure my weight is the perfect, okay, it's chipped a little. No one's going to know. And people, people steal from me all the time. So I deserve it back. Yeah, for, a person can easily justify it, can easily feel like they're not even doing something wrong. Oh, so, meaning I didn't even realize or I didn't even think of making sure that it was, that it was a perfect way. Meaning there's, a person can, can justify it in so many ways. And specifically there where the Torah says that, it's, that you shouldn't even own a weight that is off. To the point where if a person is not careful in ways, it's as if they're koifer b'yitzis mitzrayim. Because what is, what is leaving Egypt? Leaving Egypt was the beginning of everything. That's where it all started. That's where it all began. So if we need to look at where things begin, we need to look at the start of everything. What leads to the end? When we just look at the end, we look at, I want to make sure I don't, uh, I, I don't do an avera. I want to make sure I don't do something wrong. That starts, where did you have to look at where, what, what leads to that? You have to look at the beginning of it all. And where it starts from is being very cautious and careful in those areas which are easily justifiable, which, which are easily compromisable, where a person feels that it's easy to, to get away with. 
And so what the Torah is telling us, that a person needs to be, be, be vigilant about, um, about those areas which sometimes seem very insignificant. I'm confused. If yes. I wanted to make that argument, I would just make an argument now, not the interview. People who got killed in places because they weren't careful about that, what about Yitzhak Mitzrayim says, you have to be very stringent, create boundaries. All we know is the miracles that were done there were performed at a level we never had before. Why not discuss a scenario where good people made those mistakes? You can talk about Diego, talk about Ibera. And someone, someone, I think I may know the answer. The discussion I, mode goes much deeper than what I, what I gave over. <laughs> what? But I, I, it goes much deeper than what I, there's much more by Atiyah Mitzrayim that's connected. We're getting sidetracked. No, it's not sidetracked. It's going deeper into the discussion. No, you're right. Atiyah Mitzrayim, it's why specifically Atiyah Mitzrayim? And the truth is, it's not in the Rambam mentioned you see as Mitzrayim. If you go in Parshas Kisetzi, where it talks there about the weight, over there it's right next to Amalek. There's a connection there. There Amalek is more connected. Because Amalek was like that. You throw doubts in the person's mind, and then from there it leads to everything else. But, um, but yeah, for, for today, that's a, so we'll, we'll stop here. <laughs> yeah,